0: Hello everyone, if you're listening to us right now, uh, thank you for listening to this very special episode of the Never Made Varsity Podcast. This is obviously the uh, Star Wars episode of the Never Made Varsity Podcast. My name is David Rivera and you can find me on Twitter at D underscore River underscore O. It is 1.12 in the morning
1: right now. I think I'm going to fall asleep while we're recording.
0: (laughs) You just had to interrupt Mav's glorious intro. Hello there. (laughs) Hello there.
2: My name is Maverick. Who are you? I'm the chosen one. <laughs> the last Jedi is here, people. And we're going to talk about it.
1: The last ginger.
2: <laughs> if only.
1: <laughs> you want gingers to go extinct?
2: No, I could be the only hope, though.
3: <laughs> What's your Twitter?
2: You find me at heartbreak200... Heart... 200, or heartbreak200... Heart. It's, it's, it's late. You <laughs> <I> tell <laughs> it's that it's
3: 1.15 in the morning. <laughs>
2: There's the reason i skipped it people don't check my twitter
1: <laughs> i'm aaron uh you can find me on twitter at aaron v Friedman.
3: and i'm colby you can find me on twitter at colby complains all one word i like i like the motion in it you're like
0: <sighs>
1: <sighs> i like that you say all one word because there aren't two word twitter handles
3: <coughs> Just saying. Some, so people might, and some people might put underscore underscoring there. Don't put it at Kobe Complains. All one word. So,
0: we just got back from the theater. Yes, we did. A lot of us are... I don't want to say in a state of shock, <laughs> but I feel like that's the kind of... I'm just... I haven't really processed anything yet. It just... It grabs your brain and it says, listen to me, boy. <laughs> and it's like... It gives you so much information that it's like... It's it's so much to process all at once. Like, I'm still remembering
3: stuff from the movie that I'm just like, wow, that was intense. Before we jump into our... Okay, so how we're going to structure this is... First, we're going to do quick Twitter questions, real quick. Yeah, go for it. Um, Then we're going to jump into our non-spoiler review. going to give our ratings at the end of the non-spoiler review. And then jump into our full spoilers i'm so, glad i'm glad you remembered to tell them that because i was not going to remember yeah so you, we will do our best not to spoil any main plot points um from this movie
1: david was about to reveal that dumbledore died to dumbledore
0: everybody.
1: dies darth jar
2: jar confirmed i'm sorry folks
0: somebody actually came out of the theater uh in the showing before ours and was like jar jar's behind it all <laughs>
3: Uh, So do y'all want to do some quick Twitter questions? Yeah, go for it. it. Um, First, from Santa Beamy at One Paul Beam, why can't stormtroopers shoot? shoot? I don't know. Because they're helmets, I feel like.
2: (laughs) You know, can't see out of straight. Someone showed, like, a diagram that there's no way that their eye level can be with, like, the eyes of a stormtrooper helmet. Maybe that could be a thing. Yeah. Like, surely, like... it. You know how it's like some glasses or like lenses could have like depth perception things, so maybe they can't. Like, their aim's not as good with them on.
3: I don't know. It's the force protecting them. That's that's just what I. That's the my go to reason. That's my head cannon, Is yeah. that it's the force,
1: especially after Rogue One when the <laughs> <laughs> what's his face walked through the
0: oh battle yes. and yeah.
1: didn't get hit once until after he hit the until lo- after he hit the it, lever. Man. It's it, man. He didn't get hit.
2: That's what happens when you get a bunch of clones instead of making real soldiers.
3: Were we they still but, using clones at that time? Mm
2: hmm. Oh, the first order, it was the first time where they started actually not using clones. Yeah, but the first order can't shoot either.
0: They can shoot a lot better than. Oh, yeah. The no, they shoot trilogy. a lot better than yeah. <laughs> than Stormtroopers did. People dying in this new trilogy. Oh, oh a lot of people dying. Nobody's getting <laughs> shot
2: in the old trilogy.
0: Um. Shoot there was something I, I just found it funny. That's a funny question especially considering in uh in A New Hope where uh uh Ben Kenobi is like <laughs> not with this kind of precision. This was stormtroopers.
2: <laughs> the, uh,
0: the precision the precision Kobe. he also said to
2: give like a draft style uh breakdown. Then, yeah.
3: Is it coach coachable? Mm-hmm. Not with those helmets on.
2: No. It, they they can sort out gas, but not toxins, as Finn told us. But I on Twitter, I showed him, though, uh, the first pick in the Stormtrooper draft would definitely be Aiden Versio. Are you all aware of the character?
0: Oh, from Battlefront?
2: Yep. She is the protagonist of Battlefront 2. Uh, she's a member. You did
1: that just so that you could tag her in a tweet?
2: Basically, yes. is really cool. You should get to know her sometime.
1: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Do you know her personally?
2: I follow her on all of her Star Wars junkets that she's done. I think that's enough. You could call friends. Mm-hmm.
3: Next question which Cheryl will be our last question for now at least, but I think there's no there's one that I want to come to after we're all done. Oh, okay. Um from Rabella at Sergeant Sparty, um why do people care about Star Wars? That's a good question. I, I think that's I the same this. sort of Okay.
0: Th- why do y'all care about Star oh, Wars? Oh, why do we care? Or why, do it, we, the, why do the why do people as a whole like either, care about it? Either.
2: I have I think I have a more of a holistic thing. And I think Mark Hamill, I'm going to take it from him because I think he said it best, that truly in his time as Star Wars, that he has become, he's not just an actor, he's in the business of escapism. And what better uh, a franchise than something that's in a galaxy far, far away? You can literally go in that theater and you're taking to a new world and you're taking out of all the junk that's going on in our world today and you get to experience this story with new characters, new people, and you get to develop this connection with them. And I think it's a really strong bond.
0: Yeah, when I, when I was, you know, when the, when the Star Wars went up on the screen and, you know, the crawl happened, it's like, you know that it's not, you know, it feels familiar, you know, like for some reason. It's kind of a weird feeling. Like, you know, like you feel comfortable, you feel familiar with this, and it's like... I was completely immersed. I'm, anytime I watch a Star Wars movie, I'm always completely immersed in what's happening. Even though you know I've seen all these movies for a, a ton of times, except for obviously this new one. But
3: I, every time I watch them, I'm always in it. Like I also just think like it's cool. Yeah, like it's space battles with laser swords. Like this. <laughs> yeah, it's cool to watch.
2: It captures the imaginations yep. of people. It's fun. It's a good time.
1: This might sound pessimistic, but like. Maybe we like it for the same reason we like anything else that we like in the world because we just like it. I I don't really think that yeah. there's anything more than
0: that. That's an Aaronism right there.
1: <laughs> we Maybe you like thinking that somewhere out there there I are like actually it because
0: of the way people it who have space battles with laser swords. Put that crap on a fortune cookie.
1: <laughs> and like maybe one day you want to be someone who fights space battles with laser swords and... If you, don't, you know it's not possible, Star Wars is like... You can experience it vicariously through them.
2: Well, at the same time, I think there's a lot of times where you can connect stuff to real life at the same time. So you're not only escaping reality, but you're taking the lessons learned from that world and putting it into reality. So it's... I mean, it's the I, the age-old story of good versus evil, but especially and we'll get into this, things like this movie, it puts a little question mark on that. Maybe it's not always
3: what's just
2: good and what's evil. It's a lot more complicated than that.
3: Yeah. All right. Should we jump into our non-spoiler review? Let's
0: get it. I'm ready. I'm one with the force and the force is with me. I think we should start with performances. I feel like that's a good place to start. Um, Adam Driver. Adam Driver. I think we were all in uh, in agreement that Adam Driver was absolutely phenomenal in this movie really fleshes out the character of Kylo Ren. Um
3: in the car ride over here I was telling um, the people in the car I think that this performance will shut everybody up who complained about his comfor- his performance in The Force Awakens.
0: I feel like he's been perfect. I think for he this.
3: has too, but there were a lot of people, people that did were, not like that him. That didn't
0: like his character because they felt that he was whiny, almost childlike, <laughs> He would throw his temper tantrums. I'm like that's that's that's, that's the, the, the character, that's the part point. of the character <laughs> development. But yep, I'll, you see a lot of growth, yes. in him um, as a character and as a as a, a force user. Oh yeah, hey, I mean he he's
2: adding new depths to him, and it's creating more dimensions to his character. That's making him that much more like to appreciate in the overall story. Yeah, I mean for me and my character, I think it, it's the same thing. It's Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker. Yep, my goodness, it's so good to see Luke Skywalker on a film screen actually doing stuff something other than being on a cliff and turning around and no looking more system. snark than last time and look yeah <laughs> Th- this is a broken luke i think he turned I mean,
1: back into a teenage boy
2: <laughs> i mean this has not been a secret for the marketing schemes for the last jedi this is not the luke skywalker the old trilogy this is a man this isn't
1: has, your grandma's luke skywalker but <laughs> at the same
2: time mark Ham- it, it was it didn't feel like it was mark hamill acting
0: no it, this, you it, can, this was, this was is luke skywalker
2: this is just Luke Skywalker with thirty years more under his belt, who has been through some things. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, you, it shows. And so he just he he brought so much richness and again more emotional depth to the character that I I didn't really expect, but I really enjoyed it.
0: You could tell that he had lost something along the way, and mm-hmm. that he was I don't want to say a shell of his former self, but he was like borderline. He was just a he was I don't I want like at this point he was a hermit. Like basically, he 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 shut himself off to die. Pretty much, you know, he didn't want to see anyone talk to anybody. He was ready to just leave
3: it. Mm-hmm. Um, Daisy Ridley, absolutely. Daisy Ridley's Daisy Ridley. She's going to bring a great performance. in a good way. Yeah, yeah, in a yeah, good yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: Also, the chemistry in, in between her and Kylo Ren. Uh, I don't want to get into that until we get to the spoiler. But again, their chemistry on set is just magnificent. Like they work so well off of each other.
0: Um, and I like the the chemistry between Luke and Ray. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that actually worked out very well.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, I was not expecting to see um, Lupita Nyongos um, Maz Kanata in this movie, but um, it was a nice little break up to the action. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. brought a smile to my face. Yeah. Um, oh, hey, there you are.
2: <laughs> I did feel a little forced? Pardon the pun. <laughs> but
3: at the same (laughs) time it
2: it kept her in the story I mean from episode 7 there was a lot of scenes that she was apparently she was more involved in but with the reshoots they took some of her scenes back so (laughs) she's definitely she's been reduced to a pretty small role at this point but it was good still to see her
3: um Carrie Fisher may she rest in peace um in her last role um as Leia great like i don't know what else to say other than you know i felt like this
0: was actually her opportunity to really shine as like like to actually have some depth and like really shine as leia
3: right cuz we only saw her like in act 3 of um, of
0: of the force awakens yes yeah, so. she didn't really get an opportunity to really like show out and like be general be general cortana yeah you know general
3: cortana or or gonna, or go. Go.
0: Sorry, I'm thinking <laughs> of Halo. Halo. I'm so sorry. I'm thinking of Halo. <laughs> Lol. It's so late right now. I'm so sorry.
3: Um, and then Oscar Isaac is Poe.
2: I'm glad he got more time in this movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think yeah, he, he showed a there. lot of charisma in episode seven, and I think a lot of people gravitated toward him as a character. And so I was glad he got more storyline. And, I mean, that's just I think it's a bold truth. I think we can also get into this for people like uh poe and finn as well i mean this is starting to become truly ray's story i think that's going to be unfolding like that and so they might not have the main things going on but they still have things to do because it's still a battle
3: um let's pause there with characters because i want to get into the rest of the characters and spoiler talk mm-hmm. sure yeah um music john williams oh. is not going to <laughs> misstep ever you know, nope. it was really funny because <clears throat>
0: after the Force Awakens, you I felt like the Force Awakens score was a little like rushed. Maybe I think I think everything that I read around it was that it was a little bit rushed. Um, and then you know he didn't do Rogue, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and it chose because and that one was rushed too. Comparing because I think Michael Giacchino's
2: score, who I mean he had six months to come up. Exactly, with Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, can't really blame him there, but. Listening to that and listening to John Williams do a, go back to the score, it, it's not a contest. This
0: one feels so much more fleshed out.
2: Yeah, and it's it just felt
0: like Star Wars. Yep, it feels it's fantastic. It sets the mood perfectly for every scene. Mm-hmm. It, it Immersed, it immerses you. Perfect.
1: Brought back the perfect number of themes from the original.
3: Yeah, without
0: yeah. without making it feel stale. And it it had some heart wrenchers in there yeah. for me from the from the score that pulled, from the score specifically that pulled out emotions from me. So I was like, yeah. well, that's how you know you got a good one. So for
2: me, just molding the <coughs> the new themes into the old ones. Yeah, I, I think the big thing was me was just hearing it in episode seven. It was just getting used to the new themes and mm-hmm. just hearing them,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: the more that I heard them. It kind of aged well. It aged like a fine wine, I guess. I
0: love Ray's theme. Ray's theme. I wonderful. really, really I love like Ray's theme. theme.
2: Also, I really love the March of the Resistance, which yeah. is mm-hmm. their theme. Yep. That is beautiful, too.
3: Good, good, good. Um, cinematography. Oh, God. Not, not distracting. is like my bar, and it was great. So beautifully edited, beautifully
0: shot. Probably the most beautifully shot Star Wars movie to date, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. just the natural scenery that they're using like the they're on location filming of the island um <coughs> from the end of the force awakens mm-hmm. just beautiful like that Absolutely. that's a beautiful spot to film oh man
1: the only real complaint that i have is that there are a few specific moments i can't really point them out here mm-hmm. i can point them out in the spoiler review where i think they show too much instead of letting the viewers imagination Finish the scene And I think there's a point Where they can't be so explicit About certain shots
3: That's fair Yeah um, So I, as y'all know I've seen many many Marvel movies many DC movies um, Recently that have Both of those studios Have very specific types of color grading Seeing This movie with just Vivid colors everywhere. It's a really large um, palette. Yeah. Using true blacks to like bring out the rest of the like those splashes of color, the splashes of red whenever we see the first order. Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you I, can truly see the difference in the types of color that um these studios u- use and it's great.
0: They used red beautifully in this movie. Yeah. Like
3: honestly, very like beautifully. We can talk about that a little more in the spoiler section, but... um. Let's also...
2: What about tone of this movie?
3: (laughs) I feel like y'all, Mav and Aaron, feel differently about the tone Mm -hmm. than Colby and I. Yeah. Yeah. So y'all go first. Granted,
2: I I think there is a darkness of the movie (coughs) Mm
3: because,
2: I mean, there is a lot that happened at the end of episode seven. Uh, Starkiller base was just destroyed. The New Republic had been destroyed, so... uh, both the Resistance and the First Order are in pretty bad situations right now, and it's, it's getting to the nitty-gritty in times of warfare. Uh, and so there was a lot of struggle, a lot of conflict to deal with in this movie. Uh, at the same time, this was a very uh, humor-heavy Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of humor in this. Uh, I really liked the humor because there are points the whole theater was laughing. Yeah. At the same time... I don't, it's, I don't think it's the jokes themselves that maybe were the problem. It was maybe just the placement of them in certain moments where the tone needed to be maintained throughout that scene.
1: I would agree with that. I don't think that there was any joke that in a vacuum is bad. It's just the tone of that movie doesn't fit having jokes every five minutes.
2: Like, big battle scenes where let's without saying anything like specific i think there's serious moments in
3: i think we all know this the moment you're talking about yeah
2: and or even on the first order side like big battle scenes and like saying something a little quippy Mm -hmm. and you're, you're you're the first order i mean you're supposed to be fighting and that's
1: the only thing in the movie that doesn't feel like star wars to me like there should be occasional natural humor that happens, but I feel like they were forcing humor into it when in the other star Wars movies outside of when BB eight gave the thumbs up in force awakens outside of that. I don't really think that there's many moments of explicit humor in the
2: rest of star Wars. I wouldn't go as far to say that it doesn't really feel like Star Wars because there's a lot of cheesy jokes in the old trilogy. Especially Laugh it up, fuzzball. Especially in the
3: first one. You
2: scruffy-looking yep. nerf herder. Like, yeah. It, it, there's cheesy moments even in the so old trilogy. power
0: thing. converters. It's just,
2: <laughs> my thing was just maintaining, I think, the tone. But really, at the end of the day, it was more things like the joke or the humor would hit, and I would just be like, hmm, that's an interesting place to say that.
3: But I disagree. <laughs> I, I think that every moment where there was a joke broke up the tension that needed to be broken up. I don't think that it detracted from any of the emotions of the scenes that were happening. I don't
1: think the tension needs to be broken.
3: I think sometimes it does. And I think some, I think it navigated well in comparison to a movie I've talked about recently. You seen Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, that scene at the very end of Thor Ragnarok when um Korg is talking yep yeah that yeah yeah
0: yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about that's a moment
3: that needs a lot of gravity and it's does does not and it just fell flat because that's a that's a heavy moment that's such a heavy moment you there's you don't tell a joke there I did not have that feeling in this movie
0: I don't think there were any heavy moments that they were just like pulled out the top hat and there are some and they were like heavy moments yes yeah. i felt like all the jokes landed for me at least in my opinion as far as the tone goes i felt that it was a little bit more natural to me than in something like what aaron or maverick is saying like i felt like it fit some of the jokes that were said <coughs> fit the uh the the um the personality of the characters i i wouldn't disagree
2: that, with that yeah i i, I mean i, just, I don't want to like basically I, I just like i think it's just a person-to-person thing yeah, yeah.
1: i feel yeah. like there are better ways to break tension i still laugh to having every a joke, a joke <laughs> and do. i love jokes yeah. in
2: star wars yeah. uh i think it's just the thing of placement and that's just simply a preference
1: mm-hmm.
0: i would agree with and that. it's one of those things where like star wars is so big now that it's like if you kept it all serious all the time mm-hmm. it's like I don't know how much it would sell, because it, it also appeals to, you know, n- not to say that yeah. they should appeal to kids all the time, absolutely like, not to say that any of this humor was childish, but I'm saying like, it can't just be all nitty gritty all the time. Like, I, I know Empire wasn't all nitty gritty all the time, so it's yeah. like, I, some people like to put that in a vacuum and say that, ah, this thing was so dark and so serious all the time. It really wasn't. And it's like... There were some heavy moments in this, in this movie, man, so I don't know uh, people were saying people in other reviews that I had watched were like, oh, it's not as dark as you might think because there are so many jokes Well, there's still a lot of heavy would, stuff would, in this but
2: the darker moments were darker than most moments yeah. yes, so the ceiling was lower.:
0: I saw some of the some, some, some of the maybe some of the darkest moments in Star Wars in yeah. this movie so. So, what about pacing time? Oh yeah, the length. Um, so, what do you remember what the official runtime of this movie? It's actually, two is?
2: hours and thirty minutes, one hundred and fifty minutes, or yeah. one
0: hundred fifty-two, one hundred fifty-two. Okay. Um, I sat through this entire movie. I did not look at my phone or watch or anything. I was really engaged. I wasn't looking away from the screen at any point. I honestly could not feel the length on this one. I sat through the movie, and usually, like. I'm pretty bad about that because I've sat through some long movies that have not kept my interest. And I don't know if this was just the hype around it or if it was just the fact that it's Star Wars, but it didn't bother me. I mean, I don't know uh, for other people if, you know, that's not the same, but uh, it didn't bother me that much. For me I'm not fit
2: to answer this question fully or to have my opinion taken because especially being Star Wars I could sit through 4 hours and not feel yeah. winded.
0: And that's the that's kind of where I might be a little biased, mm-hmm. you know, someone coming in cold to the series this is probably not the best one to yeah. jump right into.
1: Do we know how long Rogue One was? Because
0: It was a little over 2 hours. Yeah, I was about to say it was about a little bit over 2 because
1: hours. Because I didn't feel the length once in this movie and I felt it
0: in Rogue Very one. many times in, in Rogue, Rogue one. one. The
1: only reason why I felt the length in this was that my butt started to hurt near the end. <laughs> but as it was reaching the climax, there were like three or four times where I was like, okay, it's going to end here. Okay, it's going to end here. And so I think I could tell the end was in sight, but it wasn't like I was anticipating it. When the movie ended, I was like...
0: It was a finite like... Oh, sorry. I might have been misinterpreting where you were going with that. No. I...
1: I think that there were a lot of questions raised with the ending but like when the ending happened I was like I'm not ready for it to end yet.
0: I almost said something about the that ending. The ending is great.
3: I think yes. that before we move on to that pacing wise um I think that it got to the midpoint of the movie pretty quickly. Um maybe A little too quickly, so that when Act Three started, the third act of this movie is very long. Mm -hmm. Very, very, very long. Uh, So I started to feel some of that. Okay, it's gonna end now. Okay, it's gonna end now. Okay, it's gonna end now.
1: I feel like they just kept trying to one up.
3: Yeah and pretty successfully (laughs) i I did it worked well yeah Yeah. i kept raising the bar every time i mean every time i was like oh i get more like it wasn't (laughs) like a oh it's still going it's a oh i get more yeah so um yeah i was fine with the length i could see where i feel like uh, if i saw it again maybe i would feel the length a little bit more yeah um but first time going through it um i thought it was fine I could see where some people could say that some stuff could be a little bit,
0: uh, uh, quote unquote unnecessary or maybe kind of borderline filler. But my, uh, response to that would be that a lot of the stuff that happened in that middle section really relayed back to the main story. Like it was important. Like what was happening?
3: Thematically resonant. It was thematically
0: resonant. What was happening was important. Um, the only, I guess <laughs> if I could have one disappointment, <coughs> uh, and this is just a little thing, it, just the way that um, Benicio del Toro, uh,
3: that his, his character—I was going to say that for a spoiler <laughs> section, but keep talking.
0: Um, just the way that—not even—not not to go that into it, but uh, just the way his character was used, I was—I was not completely satisfied. But I mean, that's it, all right. It's not—that's a really little quip, like a little complaint, but it doesn't detract from the rest of the movie.
1: <clears throat> there were definitely a couple moments in the movie. There were many moments in the movie where I looked over to Colby to see his reaction to stuff, but that wasn't because I was bored. I it was just because, like, oh, I wanted to make sure that I was reacting
3: <laughs> the right way. <laughs> the right way.
2: Like, that was the big thing. There were so many Star Wars moments to happen in this movie. And so, it. it I think it really raised the bar high in terms of giving us moments that you're not going to forget. It's some of those iconic moments that make Star Wars what it is. And so it, that outweighed any of the little nitpicks I think there could be argued about the movie.
3: Do we want to give scores in spoiler talk? one or more. One more. Thing? One okay, more. Okay, here, so let's like let's leaving
1: the theater, I was still thinking about Star Wars and like I my mind was racing about Star Wars and Going out of Rogue One, I de- like I don't know. I feel like after Rogue One, I was kind of Star Warsed out, and after the Force Awakens, I was kind of in between. I think that really demonstrates how well done the film was because there was a lot thrown at us mm-hmm. during that movie, but I still wanted more. Yeah. Before we get so in a good way, not yeah. in a bad
2: way at all. I will give this before we go into the spoilers. If you have not seen this film yet. I would just say go into this movie with an open mind and yes. be ready to just embrace what you see on the screen.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: It might not be something that you expected to see and it might not be something that you're used to seeing, but just embrace it.
3: You'll be surprised and you will be relieved.
0: Yes. I don't know if this, is, this isn't a spoiler thing to say. They do some things that are so like things that you wouldn't even have thought of in the first place. And some things that are like, wow that was really interesting and uh, you know they raise questions that we as viewers would probably raise as questions too like if we were in that situation or you know the fan base would raise us a question in those kind of situations and they use even the force like they use the force in extremely interesting and innovative ways in mm-hmm. my opinion that i personally enjoyed I, I did too so i feel like there's a lot of build-up and a lot of stuff like uh like where is it going with this and i feel like there's a payoff there mm-hmm. is definitely a big payoff.
2: 100%. All right.
3: Who wants to give their rating first? I or, feel. Or, I, are we going out of are 10? Are we
0: doing numbers or
3: letters? I'm going to go out of 10. Okay.
0: I don't know if anyone else wants to do it like that, but I was going to give my rating out of okay, 10. Out of 10.
3: I um, give a different rating. <laughs> numbers, letters. Coming out of this stars. movie.
0: Alligator. <laughs> <laughs> Three and a half tacos. Um, <laughs> no, coming out of <laughs> coming out of this movie, I was wanting to watch the entire like uh, saga, like leading up to this movie, and that's the kind of movie that I love. That it makes me want to go back and watch everything back up to that point, mm-hmm. and then watch it again. Not a lot of movies can make me feel that way. I personally maybe have the most ambitious uh score out of all of us. I don't know, but um I came out of the theater and I had a this giant grin on my face and especially dude like I was told to everybody else in the car like through about 75 to 80% of this movie I had a, just this biggest grin on my face. Even in the most in, even in the in the somber moments because I was like this is Star Wars, man. This is like I loved it. So I'm going to go ahead and give it um uh, nine point six out of ten wow wow that's a high one yeah
2: wow me uh i think i mean i think i i I really am excited that i get to go watch this film again tomorrow uh me and my dad are going to go watch it together so i'm really excited to see how my dad reacts to it uh but Especially, that's, my, that's a big plus for me, is when a movie's so good, you have to go see it twice, just because you want to be able to unpack it all. Mm-hmm. And this has a lot to do with that. So, of all, I would give it a 9.1. Nice. I think I only have two Star Wars films that would be higher scores than that. Yeah.
1: Like I said before, I walked out of the theater, and I was ready not only to see it again, but to see the next
3: yeah. movie Right. Like, right I, yeah, like I, I, I could have sat there and, right see, <laughs> and watched
1: episode nine.
3: Carla might have fell asleep, but <laughs> she definitely would have fallen
1: asleep. But like I would have been, if they said, okay, we have episode nine. Are you ready? I would have said yes immediately. And I think that's a testament to how well done the movie is. I think that there are definitely th- some things with the tone and a few minor cinematography things that I could have changed. But overall, that was in my top three Star Wars films. I would give it an 8.95. Solid.
3: What was your score, Math? A 9.1. And yours was 8.95. 9.5. 9.5. Um, I-, I told you mine was really ambitious. I... <laughs> I, I I really like this movie. Um, I think the highest movie I've scored this year was Coco. Yeah, that was a nine point two five. I think is what I said. Something. In yeah, that range. yeah, uh, something like that. Um, I'm, I mean, again, it's hard to compare. It. Those are real, two very, very, very different movies. Um, but it was it's in the nines. I would give it like a nine point. I'll give it the nine point two. Four, nine 9.24. I like. I think I like Coco more than this movie. I think Coco was able to pull on my heartstrings a little bit more, but...
0: That's Pixar for you, man.
3: This movie almost got me there. Yeah. It almost got me there a couple times, so I will give it a 9.24. You said 2.4. Yeah.
1: Now that I'm hearing all of our ratings and I'm thinking about it retroactively a few days out, not with this movie, with Beauty and the Beast, I need to lower my rating. I don't remember what it was, but it's not as good as I... I, tell, I was surprised it was as
3: high as it was for you. It was, you in the eighths, it. It was
1: good, but Star Wars overshadowed by a lot.
3: So our combined score average um, for Never Made Varsity is a 9.22. That's um, pretty good. So we very much enjoyed this movie. I believe it's at a 94 93 last 93 on sure. Rotten Tomatoes. 93 on Rotten Tomatoes Plus, with an 8.4. IMDb 4. has 8.2. 8.4 out of 10 by um from critic scores. So it's just as for, credible
0: as Rotten Tomatoes. So. 8.4 8. is a really high score for IMDb in my 8.2 8. for IMDb. 8.2, sorry. That's still yeah, pretty good.
3: 8.4 for critics on Rotten 87%
1: Tomatoes. 87% of Google users like this movie. How many?
0: 87%. It's pretty good. Especially for a film that's as like uh as big as Star as, Wars. As big as Star Wars and takes as many chances as this movie. Where it has a lot of potential for controversy and people being a little bit like,
3: yeah. eh, like whatever. Like. All right, is it I,
0: time. Uh, so I was in that. I was in that. Just before we go on, I was in that like nine point three, nine point four range. Mm-hmm. And then like when it came time to give the the, the score, I was like,
3: Nah, <laughs> it's a it's a it's a nine point six. So this is your spoiler warning. It's happening right now Spoiler alert, get, get out I told you once, spoiler alert Get out, that's two If you are not out of this by now Then you deserve to know that Luke dies In this movie
0: <laughs> Yikes. Well then Oh uh, wow, you just <laughs> dropped the big one Like <laughs> right off the bat Well then, yes Coming in swinging, fam I, I can't believe I'm saying this Luke
2: Skywalker died
1: but i wasn't oh, sad when it happened
3: yep.
2: because <laughs> he went out like a real one he, he, went out. he went out yoda style yeah, nobody man. killed him he yeah. went on, on his own way
0: now that i'm reflecting on that i'm really glad that i thought kylo was gonna strike him down and i was like nah he can't go like that i was like I'm gonna we see- can't let this little boy <laughs> <laughs>
2: I
1: was strike like,
0: him down i do to see him get chopped
3: down i'm like no okay so i feel like we're getting ahead of ourselves let's start the beginning Alrighty. <laughs> Um, you want to start at the very beginning? The camera did pan no, down. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. I'm that, talking about that.
1: That was the first moment that I looked over to Colby. No, no, no. When no. it panned down, I'm talking about
0: the trailers. The very beginning, the trailers <laughs> leading into this movie. Wait, we that never
1: was- did our trivia question. If you're still here, the answer for <laughs> the only movie that panned up was episode two. No one got it right.
0: Yeah, I noticed that too. This is this panned down. Yes, it did. Um, the first. Four trailers they showed a total of tilted one, two, three, down or the uh, camera. Sorry, tilted two, four, five, six. Seven. They so showed nerds. seven, they, they showed seven trailers before they started the movie, which was a lot. Mm-hmm. The first four, I was, I heard audible laughs, <laughs> after all of them. Oh, yeah, from pe- people were like, What the
3: hell is this? I not in a good way. I promise you the Wolf 1 trailer, I was the person laughing. Like, if you heard, like, the goofy laugh coming from the back right <laughs> corner, <laughs>
0: that was me. Alpha, you mean? It was the one. Alpha, Alpha, yeah. yeah. I just wrote the Wolf
3: 1. Because, <laughs> not because I couldn't care that up. When me. that wolf Came and took that dude <laughs> from, from, the, from around were, the fire. They I, laughed for a good 10 seconds. <laughs> they knew damn well something was in the in the
0: brush, and they were like, oh, let's keep sitting around the fire. The
3: wolf just anyway. it
0: gotcha. <laughs> just ran off.
1: I don't understand why they chill outside, uncovered
2: late at night in front
1: of campfire.
0: Just they didn't react. They just went, oh, there he goes. The, the wolf
2: got him. We're like, we've been Smekledorf. <laughs> there we've he goes. Hey, uh, I think peop- there's a big reaction of the Ready Player One trailer.
0: Okay. Okay. That was before. Okay. So the first four trailers
3: were Alpha, the one with the <laughs> volleyballs. Which they gave away the ending of the movie Yeah, <laughs> in the trailer. Completely uh,
0: pointless. Uh, didn't understand the reason for that. That was the first one that they showed, I believe. And after that one finished, somebody behind me went, you start off with that? (laughs) (laughs) Someone next to me is like, they're making volleyball movies now? Yo, it was so (laughs) funny because it was like – this is going to sound really bad, but the premise of the movie is that there's this really great volleyball team and there's a star player and she dies in a car crash, I believe. Did she get on a bike? When she got on the bike, I was like, oh, she's dead. Oh, she did. (laughs) And so she got – she died. Uh, and then the volleyball team sucks. Because of course she is. And, and then the volleyball team sucks. And then it's basically about building up the
3: volleyball team back to being good again. And guess what? They got to the state championship. You, know what, you want to know how I know that? It was in Because it was in the... Fucking- <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't watch trailers. But next uh, to the next terrible trait. And then after <laughs> Alpha,
0: which had me rolling... Was I saw Liam Neeson and I had read stories about this movie and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" It's called Commuter and it's about a man who rides a train. <laughs> it's Liam Neeson going on a phone. Oh my god! <laughs> on a on a train. <laughs> I like trains. It, it's basically speed, but with trains. a train, and not a bus, and not Keanu Reeves, so less fun. <laughs> Uh, next, we had uh, a uh, Alita uh, Battle Angel, which goes way into the uncanny valley <laughs> because everyone else around this woman is human and not real, like has a, like a regular face. And then she's just the CGI witch demon that with big eyes that looks unnatural.
1: That one came up. I saw James Cameron on the screen. And I turned to Colby and was like, is this the Avatar sequel? I never saw the original, but I'm not interested. And then those
0: big eyes stare at you. Uh,
1: <laughs> where were the blue people?
0: <laughs> but then, uh, you know, those four were probably the worst four to start off this with because people were actually laughing after every single one of those No,
2: people. It started to become a joke show.
3: Yeah. Were like, come on, let's get to this movie. You know, they were like, then we got the good trailers and it and was
0: fine. We got to ready player one. Uh, I, I was, I kind of clapped a little bit after that one. I was I like, "Who
3: see that trailer, and I tried to avoid it, but it was too loud, so I just uh, watched it.
0: To, you can't just end a trailer with the Iron Giant and not expect me to be like, this! <laughs> And then we got Incredibles 2? Uh, yep, we got a short Incredibles 2 trailer, the one that they released. The teaser. Yeah, the little teaser. And then it was, um, Infinity War. I can't wait for Black Panther. And I find it hilarious that they're, they're, like, teasing out all this stuff about infinity war and like they show these action sequences with characters from black Panther. I'm that like, I've oh,
3: not been in the movie that, yet.
0: Yeah. That haven't been in any films yet. So it's like, ah, oh, I guess this, yes, they live through, do black Panther. So <laughs> you think about that? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, I just want, I just, we didn't do it in the non-spoiler section, but I just felt
3: the need to talk about these because it was an important part of my experience. <laughs> To the movie proper now <laughs> so opening crawl as normal i was expect i was half expecting the star wars text to be red. um but it was yellow yeah no, it's fine <laughs> um, do you understand how controversial that would have been if it was red? I it would have fit
0: it would have fit with the theme yeah. of the movie or it would have fit with the rest of the movie because they know
3: it would fit with the theme of the movie i think okay yeah i can see that too you don't change it but, yeah. I understand that, but they use
0: red. I would have red. exploded if it was red. <laughs> exactly. It would have garnered big reactions. But, I mean, with the way they use red in this movie, okay. I, would have, I would have loved it after yeah. it. Um, but, yeah, the beginning starts off with a very awesome space battle. I space
3: battles, yes. Um, we needed that in the last one. Just the way I like it. Hyperspace jumps. When was the first time they showed how those looked? Was that in The Force Awakens or was that Rogue One? What? Looked? With the... Um ships just like appearing out of nowhere because every time that th-
1: was Rogue One.
3: Every time I see that, I love it. Oh yeah, yeah. How it's like the zip and they yeah. just
2: appear. Yeah. Uh, well, no, they did that in Force Awakens too a little bit, but not as. But Rogue One really made it because at the end of Rogue One, when Darth Vader's destroyer shows up and it blows up, mm-hmm. like the ships run into it and stuff like that.
3: The oh crap moment when they looked up from the ground from the base and they just saw a star destroyer appear. Yep. Do yeah. you realize how terrifying that, that would is, be? Yeah. No, that was
0: intense.
2: Yeah. And that thing destroyed the base.
0: And, uh, yo, so they, uh, they were like, prepare the dreadnought and i was like what's a dreadnought
3: yeah. oh, <laughs> oh way, well, that sounds intimidating we found out didn't we? and that thing rolled up and was like what's up <laughs>
2: you know you know like, what that dreadnought gave the base
0: the belt <laughs> <laughs> that dreadnought rolled up like the muscular man that just got out of prison and slapped your girl's butt <laughs> that was like you ready boy <laughs> like, um
3: this begins um pose arc throughout the movie um and really like sets like the theme of the movie of forget everything that you've been doing yeah because in order to succeed in this galaxy you need to let go of what you've been doing let go of the past and move on
2: also it's taking a big picture thing i think the big lesson of this first battle is that yes winning is important but you have to also consider the costs that it takes to win yeah, So they were successful, but they had also lost a great a amount yeah. in getting a simple victory.
3: Which is also tactically true. The rebels would not win a war of attrition with the no, First Order. No, they No. And I, I found, I thought they did
0: Poe's character so well in this movie because, you know, he's the hot shot pilot, and that's what he's always been. He's been hot. He goes in, guns blazing. He wants to blow everything up because that solves every problem it couldn't solve his problems in this movie and it actually got people killed. It got a lot of people killed. Yeah. His, his, you know, in retrospect, you know, with the fact that they were tracking the, the ship, they would have had to deal with the dreadnought at some point. Mm -hmm. But in the moment, his actions killed a lot of people for the rebels because he wanted to go in guns blazing. And he was like, we have to take this opportunity get rid of to 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 blow up this dreadnought like we're not going to get many more opportunities to do this and despite what everyone else is telling him despite what uh uh leia is telling him despite what i think it's just leia who was like no like no that was the important part where yeah leia was was able to give him
2: these these valuable lessons to it yes and so that's what helped uh and carrie did an awesome job yep doing that yeah
1: but he in ultimately h- ignored in ignores, his yeah. in his defense it wasn't like he was commanding the all the people that ended up dying like no they were did against start it. <laughs> it. they were they were just as much for it as him. they were just waiting for his okay
2: yeah, but sometimes if you really want to be a leader, you have to make those choices to where you have to think of the the group as a whole i think uh
0: and they lost all their bomber they yeah. lost the uh, the entire bombing squad because. Yeah. Uh, you know and actually that came up as an important moment because um rose's sister, rose's sister was one of the main was people. one of the people who ended up dying and that became a crux of her character or it became an important plot point for her character was that yeah. her sister had just died in that
3: battle so uh they um, the elite ship and the rebel alliance um jumps in hyperspace to get away um and then 30 seconds later the first order
2: Follows, Hello.
3: them. Follows, through hy- follows them through hyperspace, which was believed to be impossible. Yeah. yeah. They tracked them through hyperspace. But again, throw away everything that you knew.
2: Originally, I thought it meant like somebody's a rat on the ship. Yeah, that's, that's why I thought yeah, it yeah, was yeah, tracked. Yeah.
3: Well, th- so
0: they said that it was impossible to, to, to track through hyperspace. And then Huck says um, something about having them on the other end of a string. Yeah. something along yeah. those lines and then it immediately cuts there's
3: a knot on the other end of the string, the string and it immediately
0: like cuts to Finn and so I, thought I was
1: thinking that they could like track him I, somehow as a stormtrooper
0: I thought that they could track Finn to, because he used to be part of the first order that he has some kind of implant or that's chip something or, I didn't really consider um, that's what I thought the implication
3: really? was so then At begins um, the white Bronco chase through space.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's quite a way to describe it.
3: Wow. I'll never watch that scene the same way ever again. <laughs> With the, um, the Rebels slowly getting away from the First Order, but... Um, them not being able to jump through hyperspace again because they don't have enough fuel to do yeah. it.
1: No, they they had enough fuel to do it once, one more time, but, but it was They knew they figured they knew out. that they would get
2: tracked. Yeah, and so that leads us, I think, to our big first <gasps> moment
3: when Kylo Ren gets in his little so his little
2: spacesuit and for those of you that watch the trailers, there's a specific scene where Kylo's got his hand on the trigger and it's pointed right at uh, Princess Leia's docking port uh for a lot of people it looked like a misdirect and it turned out to be a misdirect kylo ren did not shoot it but his secondary guys (laughs) did and they blew leia out of that bridge they say gotcha
3: boss (laughs) they blew that stuff up
2: and i just see leia close her eyes i'm like it's happening it's happening i
3: thought that was how they were going to get leia up out of here yeah i thought that that i
0: mean i was personally in the moment i was like that was really quick
2: yeah yeah I was, I was like, like really quick you're gonna this is how leia is going and yeah. i'm like that that went too like that they i would
0: i think i would have been upset if that was it yeah in my i think i would have been upset if that was how she went out it yeah. would have
2: been too easy and boy if leia did not for the first time used the force
3: explicitly use the force oh yeah ah.
2: Okay. Uh, and she, like, forced her way back into the ship, and they saved her. Yeah. That was awesome.
3: Uh, floats back into the ship and um, gives the lead over to Vice Admiral um, Amalyn Holdo, um, played by Laura Dern, mm-hmm. who did, I thought, did a fantastic job in this movie. You know, I actually i not that i didn't like
0: her acting i didn't like her character for about 90 percent of the means movie that she's a great actor. yeah no, no no no, she did great i was like oh this person oh just listen to poe and you know it ended up coming around full circle and i ended up liking her character oh yeah <laughs> great uh great actor actress sorry we'll get into what she did <laughs> In her last act. Oh, yeah.
2: Well, oh,
1: I think before we, before we I you
0: forgot, forgot about forgot that, about one, about that, you? that <laughs>
1: one, before we move on, I think that something that we also need to talk about with that scene where Kylo Ren intentionally didn't drop the bombs on the command area of the rebel ship is that right before that Supreme Leader Snoke said to him that that wound that he got from the battle with Rey was literally tearing him apart. Mm-hmm. His two sides of him, and then we saw that
0: demonstrated.
1: That was all, and th- so we knew that he was really
0: conflicted about Thank it. Thank you for reminding me about that because I had forgotten about that because I felt it was important. Is Snoke when, ripped into him when Snoke said, "Take that ridiculous thing off about his mask," Ooh. and then he destroyed
3: and it then in he the he elevator. Just destroyed, and that that looked a lot like Darth Vader's mask, his, his broken mask. Yeah, his broken mask that like he built a little shrine to in um, the Force Awakens. I just thought that that he really can't get away from his past.
0: Wasn't wasn't one of the big complaints about Kylo Ren about like, oh, he doesn't even need that mask. Like, Darth Vader needed that mask.
1: That was a good jokey joke when Supreme Leader Snoke called the mask stupid. (laughs) I really enjoyed that. I don't
0: even think it was a jokey joke. I thought that that was... He was scolding represent- him. He was, he was scold- also funny. Was scolding- <laughs> <laughs> it was funny, but it was- he was scolding him, and he was like, kind of reflecting what everyone else was thinking about him. It's like, you don't even need that. Why you are wear you wearing that? You wear it just to look like your You're grandfather,
2: wearing- and it's trying to make yourself feel like your grandfather. You're- when-
0: exactly. And he's I like, like the mask. I thought that you were the heir to Dark Darth Vader, and mm-hmm. obviously I was mistaken.
2: Because it's the thing of letting go. Mm-hmm. It's you. If you want to be your own person,
0: take off that mask and, and be broke- your own person. And he broke that, man. Mm-hmm. And he became his own man. He took it into his own hands, and he's a heck of a pilot. Oh, and yeah. He got that's that for the He's, he's user. Not he's, just Skywalker. He's, that's Solo. That's Solo
2: so, yeah, so, so blood. That's pretty darn good. Oh, <laughs> is he was, really
1: taking his life into his own hands if he's only doing that after someone says that's mm-hmm. stupid? Well, we can get
0: that. about. We can get into him taking hold of his own fate.
1: Because yeah. up until this point, he, including that, he's not doing anything to take control of his own fate. He's doing things always based on what someone else is telling him or what someone else he idolizes did.
0: Well, I don't think anyone told him he needed it. I don't think Snoke specifically said, hey, go go blow up the rebel ship. I think he was just kind of in the moment. He was so filled with rage and anger that he was like, all right, he cracked his neck and got ready to go. Like, all right. (laughs) That's true. So Ray, we can't, we can't gloss over this. R.I.P. Admiral Akbar.
2: It was a trap.
0: It was
1: a trap. He was They did duped. not dedicate enough to him. They were just like, up he's dead. And then they moved on.
3: He was duped, bamboozled. Smeckled. <laughs> Smeckledorfed. Um so Ray has a tracking device um that Leia has the other side of so that they can find each other. Um that, when, uh, Finn takes. That Finn takes and he's going to get in a little pod um to get away from the rebels because he sees that this is not going to go well he he basically sees that the,
0: he his assumption is that uh the rebel order is lost pretty much at that point mm-hmm. uh or the rebel uh the basically the rebel army is done for yeah. so he was trying to get the heck up out of there so he could get his so old lay wouldn't or not lay ray wouldn't come into just a full-blown first order attack
3: yeah <laughs> um which she does but For what it's worth They In a different kind of way Rose The bomber's sister The bomber that The last bomber that dies Sister Who um, She works like maintenance I guess Something like that Like she works with pipes
0: And like Electronics
3: Um Catches him About to leave Ho 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 And You ain't going nowhere Um After a wild misunderstanding (laughs) 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 Uh
2: they get sent her. on their little own side
3: mission. S- sent on a side mission by Poe to um, go find this master decoder so that they can get into the um, Snoke's ship um, and, and disable, disable the tracker.
0: The tracker. Yo, she had them crazy eyes for a second. She's like, "Oh, ho, ho, I thought you were trying to leave," and like I could see <laughs> her head turn one eighty. Like, you weren't trying to leave,
3: were you? <laughs> she was great. I, I really and then loved her. When
1: she shocked uh, Finn. And said that she was taking him to, br- to the brig. I thought she was the one who was on the knot. Oh, okay. Because she did the way she was talking seemed quite malicious at first. As
0: in, you thought that yeah. she was the person feeding? Yes. Okay. Okay.
2: okay.
3: But she was just starstruck.
2: Yeah. yeah. Her sister just passed away. Yeah. Unfortunately. All right. Now we get to the big stuff with Ray and Luke. Yes. So this whole time we ended seven. <laughs> <laughs> That was a good joke. <laughs> that was I, I really like that one. <laughs> Perfect. This, the episode seven ends with Ray holding out the lightsaber to Luke, and he's just given this suspenseful look, and that's how it ends. Well, it picks right up right there, and... She puts the lightsaber in Luke's hand, and what does Luke just do to it? He just chucks it behind him down the cliff and walks away. He slaps that mess away <laughs> from, from here. here. <laughs> people died in, that, in the theater when that happened. He, he just tossed that. So my dude just, he just chucked that and just walked away.
1: At that point in the movie, I don't think that was uh, poorly placed.
2: No, that that's not a... I wouldn't consider that like a a moment where it needed to be serious per se because it got serious when it needed to moments later. So Ray tells Luke who she is. Uh, there's a reunion with him, with Luke and Chewbacca, uh,
3: And then R2, um, Luke and R2, and R2 shows the um, Obi-Wan, You're My Only Hope video. Yeah. um, I I,
0: kind of wanted there to be the conversation. I wanted to see the conversation between Ray and Luke about what happened to Han, because I kind of wanted to see that kind of emotion in Luke. So, you know, kind of like a brother in arms. I think he he knew. I'm sure he knew. He knew. I'm sure. Well, did he know? Because he He disconnected from the Force. Yeah. That he had cut himself off from the force, yeah. so he wouldn't
2: be able to call it. Because, uh, by let's talk about this too. Because the force telepathy has become a new thing. Of, well, it's not really a new thing, but in a new context where people who are force sensitive can now connect with each other and be able to almost like a, manifest themselves in front of each other, as
3: it was here. Be connected, yeah, to each other through Snoke. See, had this been well, translated that's what it like was seven, at first,
1: but. At the end of the movie, they were able to do it well, independently.
3: The, the way I interpreted it was, you know, get connected once. You can connect whenever you yeah. want. I I mean, awesome.
1: how, did, how did Luke do it with Leia then?
3: Well, Luke
0: we just projected him. He projected his whole physical manifestation, yeah. but that's also getting ahead of ourselves. But, uh, <laughs> well, he
1: connected with Leia before then.
0: When? Sorry. I'm trying to think what of are you specifically talking about? what you're... When
1: Leia was still in the... Uh, she was still in the coma and oh I think that was more connected they did the the back and forth face thing she was still wasn't awake but they did the close-up shots of their faces back and forth and then she woke
2: up and she was like Luke well that's when he that's right when he turned he basically like flipped the switch of the force back on that was like his first time trying it so like that goes back to what I was saying like I think it shows that he has cut himself off because If Leia could have easily probably made that connection with Luke and known exactly where he was,
1: and also Yoda said that he had missed Luke. Well, here we go. Yoda's
0: in this
3: movie. (laughs) Let's
0: slow down. Yoda's in this movie. You can't just mention things like that and not expect me to get all
1: excited. It's a spoiler review. I can mention whatever I want. Okay, but we have to have some form of order
0: here,
3: sir. So it turns to the will he, won't he of uh, will Luke teach her, will he not? Um, but the video that R2 shows him. Um,
0: Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. Finally
3: um, sways him to go. I love it how he said change. that
0: that was a cheat move. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he has the, R2 has the slow turn and he looks has, at him.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> but something we have to ask go because we also get a lot of Luke's rationale at this moment why he's in this state that he is where he doesn't want to train Rey and so we get the history of what happened between him and his nephew Ben Solo while he was teaching uh, the new generation of Jedi how he created a temple he took on Ben and 12 other students and was trying to train them Uh, he had felt the darkness within Kylo and in a moment of desperation he felt he needed to take the moment into his hands and take his nephew's life which is what started it all. And his nephew fought him off and deserted him,
3: which was a really cool moment. Cause we got to see both sides of that conversation. Yeah. Or we got to see like both sides of that conflict. We saw it from um, Luke's side first and then, or we saw it from Kylo's side first and then saw it from Luke's.
2: And we saw that again, go back to the force thing. Cause that's something that is very present in this film that Ray and Kylo Ren have these force conversations with each other throughout the whole movie. And that's mm-hmm. where we get this backstory from. Mm-hmm. So it was a very unique plot point to explain this story from.
3: And we see some of those flashbacks that we saw in the force awakens yes. when, um, Ray touched the, um, lightsaber and saw all the fire and mm-hmm. brimstone and all that stuff. Yeah. That was from when Ben turned in, started his turn into Kylo Ren. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Luke's, tries to show her both sides of the force and Ray goes straight to the dark, straight side. up, just <laughs> runs in straight up
0: head first into the dark side, right? Straight up. And it he goes, like, what?
3: You the- didn't even try. <laughs>
0: he goes, what
3: the hell?
0: Um, <laughs> not in a funny way. Like she was yeah. like, like she, she straight up just like saw the dark And saw something that she wanted, which was answers about her parents. Mm -hmm.
3: And said, I'm about to dive
0: in.
2: (laughs) In the the pit of misery is what (laughs) it looked like. In the pit of misery. Dilly dilly. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I think we can go ahead and answer that, too. We do find out who Ray's parents are. Yes.
0: And they are? Nobody. Herself. Nobody. <laughs>
2: nobody. She's a nobody. She
0: is a midi chlorian. <laughs> she is a midi chlorian. D-
2: she is not. Her parents are just normal folk. They have no importance in the galaxy. So, so
3: just, when, sorry. Go ahead. Go when ahead. Ray jumped into the darkness hole and they showed the little, <laughs> they showed like the reflection of her. One, I thought those were really cool effects with like the repeating grays. Yeah, and
1: the snaps. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, that was dope. I. Also thought when she said, "Show me which showed me her parents," that she was implying." Um, and she just saw a picture of herself, I was like, "So she's pyramid to chlory.":
2: Yeah, I thought <laughs> for a second that she's like made
0: in the force."
3: That's yeah. what I thought too.
1: Um, I thought it was just like the dark side showing her what she wanted to get more out of her.
0: <coughs> Could have been. And the, <clears throat> so both moments where they were about to reveal her parentage. The first time with the mirror, I was actually on the edge of my seat. I was too because I was like, "This is it." Because somebody is
2: it. was walking up, and they were going to reveal themselves. But it, it's similar to the cave in Dagobah. Yep, it's the same sort of a trial. Yep, where you're dealing with the dark side, and it's the and even Yoda said that inside that cave is a dark energy mm-hmm. that you, and it's you don't be afraid of what you confront with, and so it's a similar thing because when Luke chops off the
0: like the head of the Darth head Vader. Vader. Yeah. And it turns and out him. to be
2: Luke's head. So I think it's the exact same. I think that's really mimicking that trial from episode five.
0: The night is dark and full of terrors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Full of Morgulis, <laughs> But. Follow Do-Hiris. Um, Do- Do- Do-
2: All um, of this. It keeps going back and forth with the other storylines. So Finn and Rose are off on Canto Bite, which is this casino planet. It's full of opulence. Uh but it has a lot of darkness to it as well.
0: Yeah, basically I think they established that everyone there is a weapons dealer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and
2: so it goes into new themes that we really don't think about. I mean, it's Star Wars, but we haven't really talked about the idea of how...
3: Someone the, is funding this war. Yes,
2: yeah. and people benefit from this war, and so mm-hmm. there's really not going to be an end to it as long as people are profiting off of it. It's something and
1: that, at least going into it, they made it seem like the people who were selling the weapons were only selling them to the bad guys... But especially with... I forget his name. The, DJ. DJ. DJ, that's the that's code breaker. Yep. Mm-hmm. Especially with DJ, I think that it shows us that like everything is just based on perspective. Sorry, it's DJ.
2: He has a little stutter.
1: It shows us that everything is based on perspective. And like, obviously to... The way that it's framed, it's clear that the First Order and the Dark Side are the bad guys, but to somebody, they're the good guys.
3: Yeah. But um, through some wank- wacky antics... Um, you were going to say wanky, weren't you? <laughs> wacky antics, they get um, DJ and they get off the planet and head back to um there are rebel who are still slowly <laughs> flying away from the first just order. at a
0: safe enough distance <laughs> i definitely I, I
3: make it sound like trivial but it actually is terrifying that the first order is right behind yeah the rebel i definitely lines.
0: wouldn't consider like
2: the whole fan and rose storyline to be the most compelling necessarily but i think I it, thought was, it was I th- fun i think it was necessary for the story mm-hmm. and i think it, it it's a little the expectations are too high if, for every single character in this story to have something that's on the same level as what the main character's story yeah, is. Yeah,
0: they're trying to put, people are trying to put what Rose and, and Finn were doing on the same plane as Luke and Ray, yes. <laughs> what
3: they're doing. After the, um, our plot review, I want to go into the thematic sure, parts yeah. of their um, story. But um, going back to things you want to teach on, uh, Ray gets mad at Luke for trying to kill Kylo. Kylo attacks him
0: yeah they have a a little fight and it
2: confirmed the theory so because y'all don't watch the trailers the thing with her lightsaber they reversed the shot and so it made it look like she had the saber down and was bringing it up into attack position like he was she was going to strike somebody whereas in the actual movie she has it up and And then brings it down. down and so that was another misdirect they did in the trailers uh and that was pretty cool, seeing some fighting going on there. But then she leaves. And, like, it's a, it's a little echoey to echo fi, uh, to episode five. She's going to confront Kylo.
3: Without completing her training.
2: Yes. And she thinks she can turn him
3: mm-hmm. and, yeah.
2: and succeed. And so then she ends up on Snoke's ship.
3: But I think right. Luke finally, <laughs> after 30 years, completes his training. Yeah. Um, when his old master shows up as a <sighs> puppet, thank God. He looks fantastic. <laughs> um and they burn all the Jedi books.
2: <laughs> or did they? <laughs> or did, or did, they? did they? Um, I think that... Ray must, I think Ray stole them. We'll get to that.
1: It yeah. goes with the theme of giving up on the past, that when Luke goes with the intention of burning
0: the books, and then Yoda sends the lightning down, and Luke tries to get them back. Which is another way that the Force is used, apparently, now that Force is alter I mean I I don't know Well it, now the light side can use force lightning. Well I don't think that's it. I think it's kind of the force in like a natural sense. Yeah. Uh like exerting the will of like balance in the force yeah. and how the Jedi order needed to end quote unquote. Um, I don't think that was Yoda legitimately using force lightning. I think that was more of the force acting through. It was just good timing. (laughs) No, that's not the point. Okay, move on. I think (laughs)
3: that it really drives home the point that the Jedi nor the Sith are integral to the force. Like, the Force is going to be here with the Jedi, without the Jedi. The Force is going to be here with the Sith or without the Sith.
2: And I think Luke did a really good job of just exposing both sides. Yeah. He's like, to think that one side is better than the other or that it is central to the Force is vanity. And so, at the, and he and he's like, the Jedi at its strongest allowed the... Darth Sidious. Darth Sidious to come and destroy their way of life. And,
0: and gave, and it was a, it was a Jedi Master that gave rise to Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. I think that
3: it would have been. I think they could have leaned into that more because I right. feel like it's still a very glossed over thing. It <laughs> that was that <laughs>
0: peak cynicism about yeah. the Jedi Order and the Force. But and,
3: I think they could lean into that to that plot point a little more. I yeah. and
2: that might be my biggest gripe with it because the whole marketing is. I mean, he says. The I only know one truth. The, it's time for the Jedi Order to end, and they by the end it's more <laughs> it or less revived. Yeah, and so I'm like, if you're going to r- get rid of the Jedi, like they've already gotten rid of the Sith, just get <laughs> ha- get rid of the Jedi, get, get yeah. rid of it, and start something new and fresh.
0: Can we? Uh, I believe this, the Sith is over. I've, I There's feel like no, there are yeah, no more Sith. There's just, no more it's, Sith. It's
2: basically just the dark side.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. Now as to whether there will be still be a Jedi I don't know if it's going to be a Jedi order per or se. or a new
2: iteration
1: I don't like well it, I don't think it's going to be the
3: same I a think new that denomination.
1: I think it's going to be like in Avatar the Legend of Korra when she lost connection to the avatar spirit and then regained it how it's still like the good guys but it's not the same because Ray didn't really get any of the teachings like she got the basic idea, but she's not a Jedi.
3: She got this spark. Notes. She's a good guy. She's, she's not she's a Jedi. Bold. Just she's,
1: like how Kylo Ren's not a Sith. He's just a bad guy.
2: Yeah. She's never, bold enough to end right up on Snoke's ship. And then Kylo's right there to take her in handcuffs to. Was st- it just me Snoke.
1: or did it seem like the ship that she came on was a coffin?
2: It was like a it looked like mini.
1: That was a very good imagery. Yeah. Mm-hmm how like she was walking right into her death
2: pretty much she didn't die though
1: um
3: spoiler alert but first um vice admiral holdo um reveals her plan to get everyone to the rebel base um the old rebel base yeah that is just so happens to be like Around the corner. Right there. <laughs> um,
2: no, granted look it's not that they've been stationary this long. Yeah, they've, they've been, been slowly golly. just chugging through space. Which so slowly is yeah. like,
0: like a very, very very, very so fast. So over
2: like eighteen hours they probably could have ended up somewhere yeah. and hit something. So it was on the planet of crate, it was an old rebel base, and they're trying to get everybody there. Because um, that ship's a floating duck.
3: But Poe is mad. Yeah. He feels very like they are running. Um running
0: Running like out of time and out of fuel and out of options. Yeah, as it goes out along. of morale. Out of yep,
2: but they managed to also get on the big ship that has the cloaking uh, the tracker. Tracker, uh, and then DJ ends up screwing them over, and. Yeah. captain phasma has a little ha
0: well, well, gotcha. not well even
3: before poe Insights a mutiny yeah
0: even yeah. before that poe insights a full-on mutiny in the, in the rebel order which i true. found was the most surprising moment not the most surprising moment it was one of the most surprising moments in this movie <coughs> where he just completely descends and just takes matters into his own hands
2: yeah
0: kind of i couldn't tell in the moment of whether that was him whether it was a good idea whether it was going to be one of those moments where he was trying to be a hot shot and like I could tell that his intentions were genuine, and it felt like there was no plan to no plan to be had at that point because there was no sharing of information between.
2: Yeah, <coughs> they they had a failure to communicate at yep. the proper level.
3: <coughs> Sorry, um. So yes, yeah. um. So we have Poe, not Poe. We have Finn, Rose, and DJ, in BB-8. Mm-hmm. Oh, BB-8 <laughs> on Snoke's ship. Um, they sneak in there get caught yes um and then we finally see captain phasma do something (laughs) which is a change she was just about to do some nefarious stuff that
2: fight with finn that was pretty epic that was pretty cool Mm -hmm. i like that but fittingly phasma met her end
0: i like his i like finn's line though he goes rebel scum mm-hmm. and she falls to her death and i that was a very sad that was and, a satisfying and he moment.
2: broke her mask so you could see you could see her eye you can see, see, see gwendolyn christie under there
0: brienne of tarth brienne of tarth she has such like very piercing eye like they're very like she has really nice eyes and you can tell she probably
2: took a little bit of her game of thrones experience into this fight scene oh yeah because she looked smooth yeah. Surely so, uh, that was her underneath. Oh,
3: for sure. Oh, there's no. Definitely. Why would you get somebody else when she can do? <laughs> well, I, I think all I by saw. A, I think
0: I saw a video of her doing like physical training and like mm-hmm. movement training with stuff.
2: Yeah. And um, then we get into the the heart of that ship, where Ray is confronted by. Oh, Kylo brings her before Snoke.
0: And he, she, at that point in which, the elevator, she's trying to turn. She's yeah. trying to be like, "You don't have to do this. Like, we can work together. We can still do. Like, we can." still work this out we can still be on the side of good and i see the goodness in you and then he said she said oh she said um when i touched you i saw your future so they had
2: one of these these force connection moments where they're talking to each other and they actually end up touching and so that's also a new thing where people have spoken to each other through the force but actually touching each other at the same time and creating that contact uh but like you're saying and then he's like i not only do you see me changing but i see you being the one that's going to change. In mm. turn to so so, the
3: dark side. Yeah, I would also like to point out that my theory on who Snoke was was correct. Yeah, he was all he was right. He's just Snoke. Snoke is Snoke. And I
1: wasn't disappointed with that, but I was very disappointed that Captain Phasma was just nothing. Because yeah, there I think are two, up, yeah. both all of the first, all of the Force Awakens, and a lot of this movie, she was hyped up as like. At like a Boba Fett level, yeah, and she was just as disappointing as
0: Boba Fett.
2: What did Boba Fett do? Nothing. Nothing. So
0: <laughs> that's your why. Point? At least she gave a cool fight scene, though. She did get. So I think I get. She's still better than Boba Fett, in my opinion. No, she's still better than. Boba, she did not
1: have Slave One. She's better. So than Boba she does Fett. not beat Boba Fett.
2: But she's got Chrome that was made from the from Emperor Palpatine's ship.
3: Chrome dome. She looks. She looks better than Boba Fett. so yeah. I'll give her that. Chrome looks awesome. Yeah, it does um it's just very disappointing snoke this, he's, he's one powerful dude this sequence Oh fantastic. one of the best in star wars yeah very reminiscent
2: of episode six where it seemed like so, the big bad with the hero but i think it's very different in a lot of ways the,
0: it's, the, the power dynamic is different yes and so they walk into this room and this is the first instance of and at least that i notice of red being used really well um all of the, I'm assuming these are the Knights of Ren that are around.
2: It's like his bodyguard.
0: Oh, so these are his personal bodyguards? Like it was red like the one that
2: the Emperor
1: you, that you had, you the red right, 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 right.
0: Okay, so like, uh, they, they were like a very striking color of red. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they walk in, look at uh, Supreme Leader Snoke, and just like you could feel the tension, like, rising
3: mm-hmm.
0: as we were going along. And. So, sorry, I'm just trying to gather my thoughts and go this Snoke is toying with Rey. Yeah. yeah. So at one point, she tries to pull her lightsaber with the Force, and, and he, he just, just goes, <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he slings he'll it around her and boomerangs
3: it, it around to smack her hey, in the head. I feel like I was the only one in the theater <laughs> laughing at
2: that. I laughed at that.
3: I thought I thought it was really funny. I
2: sat it right back next to him. Uh, yeah, he was toying with her. Before ba- uh, the rest of the plot, the mocap for Snoke.
0: Oh, Andy Serkis! Fantastic, circus, amazing! Oh, circus, that
2: race. looked like a. It was a real dude.
0: Mm-hmm. So my theory of Mace Windu was a uh, not nope. confirmed.
2: He's just Snoke, and you know why it doesn't matter who he is, because Snoke got the belt. He got the belt.
0: He no, not just the belt. He got. He got, the li- he got the Darth l- Maul. He got Darth Maul. Dude, he got
2: the lightsaber belt.
0: <laughs> he got Darth Mauled. Yes. He um, so this sequence was so intense because uh, so this the scene is that basically he forced like forced like with the force ray to her knees facing kylo ren and goes you know what you have basically like you know what you have to do and he pulls up his lightsaber and snoke is like narrating what how how this is gonna go pretty much a completely oblivious to anything else and she he's like ha you think you can turn him like there's only like resolve in his heart like there's only like one thing happening and as it's happening he's saying like he will like use his uh, uh lightsaber and like as he's like narrating this whole scene you can see you can see kylo ren's left hand or maybe it's his right hand i can't tell one of his his lower hand is like for using the force to move the ray's lightsaber which is by the side of
2: uh, which is next next on his chair
0: uh scooting it to the like ever so slightly and everyone's like oh my god it's happening there's no way. oh my god and he forces it open in straight up into into snoke and
2: snoke got darth mauled like you said and
3: he pulls it right out <laughs> oh. and he just gets cut in half hmm and then one of the best fighting scenes yeah. in all of Star
2: Wars. Yeah. Ray and Kylo Ren go on a rampage on these bodyguards.
0: Those of, yeah. red
1: dudes were definitely not as powerful in the original trilogy.
0: No, these guys were they were serious business in this movie. I thought they had like
1: freaking lightsaber almost things. lightsaber
3: they're like tricked out like <laughs> the coolest thing is when like a ray was caught and she dropped the lightsaber to get yes it and then um cut the dude no but that the better cute. one is it when
2: the dude's, the dude's choking kylo and she throws the lightsaber at him and he grabs it and just ignites it and it goes through his, <laughs> right head, through his head and then pulls it out that was that was really amazing that, that was, was a, one of the best fight scenes that though. was a,
0: a period yeah if you will on the whole <laughs> the whole fight um,
2: but then Kylo Ren goes back on his BS. <laughs> we thought they were going to comm- work together. Like, um, oh, he's
0: good now. Oh, never mind.
2: And he's like, "This is my show now. I'm the supreme leader now. You need to join me, and we'll work well, together." It,
0: yeah, basically, he said, "You know, let let the past die," mm-hmm. which is something that he's reiterated to to Ray throughout the entire movie. Is you have to let the past die to become what you've always been. And basically saying, let the First Order die. Let the Rebels die. Let the Jedi Order die. Let the Sith die. Start something from the ashes. Something new that we can, we can rule over together. But she don't trust him. No. I believe, his inten- I believe his intentions were to actually work together. I believe those intentions. I don't think he was lying. I think he actually did want to work together with her. Because I don't think he wanted to be alone in this. But... It was obviously he, he still had evil intentions. Um and yeah. ultimately she turns him down and proceeds to have one of the most intense shots in this entire movie where they're both using the force trying to get to trying to light- get the lightsaber. Yeah. Both of them try like using all their energy to try to get this lightsaber, just stuck in between them.
3: And then and we smash come, cut to um, Leia um, or, in the or Holdo. Uh,
2: or, yeah. So like now we go back to the big ship that's been fighting all this time, and it's running low. And so Holdo.
0: Oh, I forgot about this. I cannot one last believe this. thing.
2: She knows that the big sh- that Snoke's big ship is going to destroy the convoy that's going on to the small planet because they have no defense.
3: Oh, so first Leia goes and. Gives Poe the belt. The yeah. belt. <laughs> straight up stuns him. Like straight up shoots him. Like and gets all of them up out the paint. Yeah. She said, let's go. And then hold out.
2: And she turns her ship right around, points it right at uh the first order ship yeah. and goes into hyperspace.
0: Straight up hits right hyperspace through right through the ship. <laughs> and it <laughs> is <laughs> silent. No music, no explosions, no any like like in space. That's yeah. a, that's the
1: one shot where I thought that they were a little too explicit with the cinematography. I think that if they
0: Oh I thought did it was a, perfect. I was thought perfect. if
1: they did a cut to scene.
0: What do you mean? So like
1: give a cliffhanger there. And then just show the aftermath after.
3: I thought I liked it, was perfect, it. I like watching the ship
2: go through that was amazing <laughs> Yeah, because
3: I think I, I feel like you're expecting it to cut yeah but it doesn't and you get and to you watch it happen in all of its glory you know that Finn is in there you know that Rose is in there you know that Ray is in there yeah you know and that you have Kylo's to- in there you know that Phasma's in and like almost all of the pivotal characters and you have to reckon with the fact that all of these people there are stakes in this movie yeah there were multiple and times where
0: I was like some of these main characters are not going to make it out of this. Die.
3: Yeah. yeah. So I feel like them lingering on that shot gave it so much more weight. And the use of the the use of silence
0: I thought was perfect for that moment. That was
2: something that I did not realize that I needed in my life. <laughs>
0: seeing a ship go into hyperspace <laughs> through another ship. Yes. They've oh, really yeah. gotten
3: creative with their uses <laughs> of hyperspace. And I'm very much yeah. about, like, but through rogue one, <laughs> this movie, they've gotten very creative. Yes. And I enjoy it. Um, so
2: then we go to the final battle on crate.
3: Well, uh, yeah. Uh, Ray escapes mm-hmm. on <laughs> and Hux almost shoots,
2: kylo kylo <laughs> and he's like oh you're not dead Never yeah he, he sees
3: kylo
0: laying on the ground starts pulling out his pistol kylo starts moving and he slowly moves it back like, <laughs> like nothing ever happened
2: kylo's like i'm supreme leader now and so they're like we're gonna go get him
0: had i had we seen kylo use the divorce choke to this point he sort of did when yeah.
2: remember when he told when bba escaped they left jakku and he choked the dude and pulled him towards him. It wasn't a choke choke, but, like, he grabbed him and then pulled him.
0: I, I feel like go. this was the first
2: forced choke. Like, real, like,
0: Like, yeah. this was him being, yeah. trying to step into Vader's shoes, like, in a metaphorical way. Like, him straight up forced. He basically uh, forced choked, uh, like, the, when a Vader forced choked the guy in, uh, in A New
3: Hope. Yeah. You know? So, they get to this planet. I find your lack of faith disturbing. And they get to the base. There is one way into the base. There's one way. And in. one way out of the base. And yep. it's, it's the same way. There is a only big door. One big door. Um, first orders right on their tail. And they show up with um, this, these, battering ram cannon.
0: A battering ram cannon and a bunch of at the ATM sixes are what the new ones. Okay, are that's what those are the new ones are. They're called Gorilla Walkers. I was about to say because they have like, like their nickname. like their knuckles are dragging, mm-hmm. like like a gorilla.
2: Yeah, they're supposed to be more stable so that ships can't uh, use tow cables and knock them over. <laughs> and I wonder smart. where that came from.
3: That's smart. Um, and we get our last big set piece, yeah, of the movie with these low flying um fighters. The scraping of the sand.
0: Oh, yep. So, so was it was it salt or was it sand? Salt. Salt. It was salt. So, it was salt.
3: Cause they were salt mines. Yeah, this, yeah. The planet is pretty much a huge salt, salt planet, mine. and um, the base is in the salt mine. So basically,
0: the, these ships have like a like an anchor that kind of drags on the ground, and ev- like while they're moving, it creates a path of like red. Mm -hmm. And just that overhead shot of all of them coming towards the ATM sixes Mm -hmm. where it was just so, so nice because you could see the paths. And then then when they split up, you could see their paths.
2: I was definitely a little afraid that it was going to take me out of it. Just like having all this salt just fly up and like making it like basically a little smoky. Being coarse
1: and getting everywhere.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. But basically, (laughs) not exactly like that, but where... It's like filling up the screen and it's like diluting like the view of of things. Did it? I don't think it. I definitely, once I started getting into it, it was fine. Uh,
0: And I thought the, I thought the, so Ray ends up back on the Millennium Falcon Mm -hmm. uh, with Chewie and the Porgs. Uh, I love Porgs. I was at the beginning of this episode looking on Amazon for a
1: Porg plushie. But they're expensive.
0: Yeah. Um, spoiler alert, porgs aren't annoying. They're actually pretty dope and really <laughs> cute. And they made me really sad <laughs> one po- at one point.
2: Back when Chewie has the cooked porg. Chewie
0: is about to eat a cooked porg, and all of the rest of them are looking at them like, oh, my God.
2: Please don't <laughs> eat <laughs> our friend.
0: It was actually adorable. The whole, that was a moment where the whole theater went, oh, my God. <laughs> um, but back to the Millennium Falcon, uh, that was a really cool flight sequence Mm -hmm. um, going through all of the, like the inner mine and like trying to outmaneuver all the, all the TIE fighters. That was my
1: favorite use of old music was when they brought back the original fight music.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. All this time they're trying to stall so that other allied uh, forces can join them on the planet and help save their butts, but ends up no one calls. Yeah. No one shows up. So Leia's like, well, it's over now.
0: Well, for, except. Well, well, I think before this happens, um Finn try, oh, he tries to take he it He into basically his own hands is and... about to just go ahead and just kill himself,
3: I like I thought he was dead. I thought Finn I... was
0: it was I thought it was over. I thought Finn was dead, yeah. honestly, like. So, basically there's this giant cannon um that will blast through this door straight up. It is going to blast through this door. And he said the only way to to basically Destroy it is to drive right through it, I guess. And so he, everyone else pulls off. He's the only one there. <clears throat> and he's, re- sorry, he's ready to make the sacrifice. <clears throat> sorry, Whew, allergies. He's ready to make the sacrifice. And, you know, he takes his headset off. He's ready to go. He closes his eyes. He's ready to go in. And all of a sudden, Rose comes out of nowhere and like RKO's him into yeah <laughs> in the, out of the out of the spot. And she
3: looks at him and says, "We can't do this by destroying what we hate, trying to play hero ball." Yeah, pretty much. We gotta do this relying on each other and being together. And then oh, she passes out. Yeah, tries to kiss him, and he doesn't really kiss her back. And then she passes out.
1: Yeah, I thought. That seemed like a very forced moment, but I think I'll that, give it one. was supposed to be a forced moment. I'll give you that one. Yeah. Because like saving what you love and destroying what you hate in that situation have a lot of overlap. Fair. Like there is a difference yeah. between going in guns blazing, like what what Poe oh. did at
0: the beginning of the movie and just getting out of there alive. But maybe she saw him as an important figure, like as integral to the survival of the rebel, like, uh, like the faction. I don't know. So, because he did have some standing at that point, as like he helped destroy star killer Base, and he was obviously well known at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so,
3: so everything's terrible. All, Everyone's all gonna hope, die. All hope is lost. Hope is gone. But then,
2: oh, but then.
3: By God, <laughs> is that Luke Skywalker's music?
2: <laughs> Luke Skywalker walks in, and we get the long-awaited reunion da,
3: da, da, da.
2: of Luke Skywalker and his sister, Leia. I cried when I really? saw them on the screen. Together, yeah. That, that touched me. And I, uh, that was the one thing I really needed for this movie, is knowing of Carrie's passing. And I was yeah. like, if they did not capitalize on this moment, that is going to be so heartbreaking for yeah. fans. And so having that one last moment that was so heartfelt.
0: And it was, I think the line was like, I'm glad you could be here in the end, like when it ends or something like that.
2: And it was, it's also symbolic stuff too. It's like, I'll never leave your side. Yeah. They might, and you may go, but you never leave. And yeah. so like, that was like, I, they might've put that in, I think last second. Cause that's too, Maybe. that's too poetic. To Maybe. how like how what happened
0: with but it was touching. Yep. It was always great. And so Luke goes out and so faces it, all these dudes by himself. Does does anyone th- there was like the little die that were on the Millennium Falcon that Luke gave to Leia. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's it, not yeah, die, it's, but it was a, like
2: it's a trinket of Hans.
0: It was Hans. Okay, okay. I yeah. couldn't specifically remember where. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um,
1: I think it's the Star Wars equivalent of fuzzy dice.
0: <laughs> that's what I was thinking. <laughs> um. Okay. Yes. So. yeah that's another good (laughs) shot too Of when he's walking out of the bunker and you can see it's just him walking out it's his shadow walking out to all of these uh atm sixes and the and you know you see kylo ren looking on like
2: he's looking bold he's got the new uniform on he's got the touch got a little haircut going on too the haircut and the touch of
0: of, (laughs) (laughs) his hair i think that was just his his, the projection of force his projection of himself.
2: We'll get to that in a sec.
0: But they fire on him. Nothing. And he stands there. He walks out. Not and- just that. <laughs> and the best Kylo-, Kylo Ren goes, I want you to shoot everything you have at that man right there. <laughs> and then he walks out. <laughs>
3: that, that one right there. The here. best moment. That one
2: right there. He walks out of the smoke and just wipes his shoulder. And I'm like, oh, what? my gosh. <laughs> so Kylo goes down and faces him.
0: One on one, mano e mono. That was a pretty cool battle. It was a cool battle, and it was really. I said this in the car. It was really reminiscent of a lot of um, old samurai, mm-hmm. uh, like cinematography that were using like old samurai fights.
2: Luke in still, flexible. Films. still
0: flexible. Still flexible. He, he pulled that Matrix. He went. He could. He was. He would be hella good at uh, sixty and plus uh, limbo. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> and then hits the moment he turns his lightsaber off and gives the same old. You can strike me down, and I'll still be powerful and i'll still be like yep. around
0: i thought he was gonna say verbatim what yeah obi-wan kenobi said but i'm glad he didn't
2: yeah <clears throat> and so kylo ren goes in for it
0: <laughs> and swipes
2: <laughs> and like the death
0: music comes on and i'm like oh it's over well, there's Luke still standing. Because I expected his like is he the way that he hit him, he would have like been sliced from like yeah. his upper shoulders down. And I was like, You can't Man. do Luke like that. <laughs> you can't do him like that. And he's just
2: still standing there. <clears throat> so then it finds out that Luke's actually not on this planet. Nope. He was meditating from a rock on two and manifested himself on this planet. Yep. So he's like You've been Schmeckeldorf, Kylo Ren. <laughs> and basically, from that, everybody gets to get away. Yes. He basically stalled.
3: Ray finally moved some rocks.
2: Yep, got them out. And
3: they blast off and at the speed of light. Surrender now. Prepare to fight. We see. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> this little boy that we saw on the casino, the casino planet. Casino planet, yeah. And.
2: He was he was shown very briefly, but they did make sure to. He thought he was them. slick.
3: He thought he was slick. He walks. He's there's a little broom on the outside of the doorway. He walks out of the doorway and kind of casually, the, the, the broom just kind of looks like, to
0: his hand. He almost like it was a uh, you know like force pulled it to his hand. Yeah. I
1: feel like if you weren't paying attention, you would have missed it, have missed it yeah. because <laughs> his hand was out enough where it was close to the broom. Mm-hmm. It yeah. wasn't like he pulled it from like, a crosser. It was like that.
2: it was like six inches. But also, before we do this, I guess we didn't. We said it at the beginning, so I get we were just, we're assuming that in using all this power to manifest himself on crate, it shows Luke, and he's basically depleted on the rock Mm -hmm. and just like in yoda in episode six he fades away into the force but that shot when you talk about
0: there's a shot of of luke looking into the sunset and it pans but like you see his eyes you could tell he has no energy left you can tell it's about to be over for him you can see the tears in his eyes and you can, it's him looking into the twin suns, oh. like and, on top. Ta- and then the force music plays behind him. Oh, and I had chills running down my spine. That was the one time I got close to crying. Yeah, that was intense. That.
3: And he drifted away into
0: the force. Yes.
3: But the, the last shot of the movie is the kid with his broom holding it like a lightsaber as and then the, he watches the Millennium Falcon. <clears throat>
0: Yep, he watches the Millennium Falcon, and he has the, the ring, the mm-hmm. uh, resistance ring. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
2: And Leia had ended saying that, it, well, Ray was like, how are we supposed to fight the First Order when all of our people, when we are so depleted yeah, right now? Yeah, that's all we got. And she always says, like, that with Ray, that's all they need, and they're going to start this new rebellion. Uh, and that's the signet of the ring, that there's people still ready to fight, and no matter how young or old or anything, that there's still a fight to go on.
3: So... I want to talk about the main theme of this movie. And that's the movie. Uh, yeah, that's the movie. The main theme of this movie is about letting go. And there are a lot of instances of letting go. Mm-hmm. There is Rose having to let go of her sister. She symbolically let go of her sister with the trinket, twin necklaces that they had. It, um, she gave to DJ to help um, open up a panel. Um the Codebreaker dude was trying to get them to let go of the idea that there are good guys and bad guys in this war because both sides were benefiting from that casino planet. Um at the end, Poe had to let go of the notion of being a hero and he had yeah. to step up and be a leader. Yeah. Um and us as the audience, we had to let go of Luke and we had to let go of Han, and we we're yeah. going to have to let go of Leia. Let go of Leia.
1: When are we gonna let go of Leia? Because Ooh, I don't be
3: a rough one.
1: <laughs> I don't see how it makes sense for them. Like I thought, they had to cut her out in this movie, and it, it makes less than zero sense for them to cut her out between the movies. Well,
3: I think that at least thematically, us letting go is saying, okay, this is not a story about Luke Skywalker. This is no longer the story of the Skywalkers. This is a story about Rey. Yeah. Ray and Kylo, stop. really. <laughs> yeah, it's Ray and Kylo, stop talking about these old characters. They are gone.
0: <laughs> and they'll always, their presence will always linger yeah. the, in the series, but it's not about them anymore. Mm-hmm. And truly, this is a passing the torch. The Skywalker story is effectively
2: over. We still have Leia, yeah. and we have Ben Solo, but in terms of the actual Skywalker name, it's, it's over. over. And so yeah. I think it's a big passing the torch moment for this yeah. whole series and I think it's necessary to if because especially now with Lucasfilm and their plans for Star Wars and how I'm, I'm assuming that they're going to have episodes 10, 11, and 12 after this trilogy maybe 10 or 15 years down the road but they need to put Bold the prediction
1: that Force Kid is going to be
2: the protagonist <laughs> that could be, that could set for life then if there, are I mean he got the luckiest gig
1: there. I said it in the car on the way back I feel like Showing that kid right after Luke dies, it felt like, at least spiritually, like it was a reincarnation. Sort of. Maybe. I, just I don't like think that. that happens in the Force because he's going to stay as a Force
2: ghost, but that's the feeling that it gave off. The big thing is that it has this movie, while it's different, it took a lot of chances, it has set a new course, I think, for the saga as a whole. And has given it new avenues to explore and to go deeper in. It to- became its own movie. Yeah. I,
0: I just, I really like the idea of the the whole theme of letting go, especially the fact that Kylo throughout the entire movie was reiterating let go of the past to become what you need to become. Pretty much. <clears throat>
3: Now, Mav, before the movie, you wanted us right now to talk about what we think was coming next.
2: Yeah. And so now if, let's say you're the directors of episode nine. How, where do you take this? I have no I don't clue. Know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know.
0: That, that's the thing. That's the one feeling that I have. Like after th- I was just thinking about this. I, I don't know where you go. It's like even like with the end of episode seven into eight, you knew it was gonna end. Like, it's gonna it was,
3: be, like kind of be a Ray training story. Yeah, it was gonna continue with story. Ray
0: because you know she's on that planet. It left with kind of a cliffhanger. This left with like it was more of like a broad a, ending. Like the resistance okay, is the resistance. Resistance.
2: not in good shape. It yeah.
1: was. A, it was. We will rebuild. A solid ending, but it raised a lot of questions because, like, it was the end. Yeah, there, there wasn't anything else that.
0: That left like there's have, questions. Could, there,
1: there were no loose ends left by the movie. Yeah, but which is both good and both like there were no loose ends on a completely frayed rope. Yeah, because <laughs> there was nothing from that movie where I'm like, what happened with X, Y, or Z? But I'm saying what's going to happen. Phasma's still alive? No, not. <laughs> I. I will be so angry. (laughs) She's not. not.
2: It went to Snoke's body, and that's when Hux was going to pull out his blaster. Yeah. For a second, I thought he was not dead. And I was like, oh, crap.
0: I thought you thought it was going to go on from there. Mm -hmm. So it's obvious that so Kylo is the supreme leader now. Mm -hmm. He's obviously taken his role as kind of an Emperor Vader hybrid in a way i i feel bad saying that because he's his own thing yeah Yeah, he's kylo yeah um i I mean a lot of people that i had
2: followed when they were talking about it said that they could they didn't see snoke being the big bad of the whole trilogy yeah because just for different reasons like they didn't really hype him up as much for episode seven then again the emperor himself wasn't really hyped up until episode six and didn't have his importance but at the same time it just didn't seem like he was going to be the one to carry through. And especially as young as Kylo Ren is, he could, he's got the power. He can just, he would probably kill him and he would just take up the mantle. And I think we definitely have that now.
0: But yeah, I genuinely don't know where we go.
2: I I, even I don't, like I said, the resistance is in bad shape. Mm -hmm. And the first order took a hit, but they're still Still the first First order. Order.
1: Uh, I want to know where the Knights of Ren have been.
2: That is something that really didn't get answered. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. That is something that didn't really get answered. Yeah. Uh, If
1: I could give one prediction, I think that there's going to be a split within the First Order because it was clear throughout the second and third act that Hux and... Ren. Kylo Ren had very different ideas of how to run things.
2: I think that's meant more for comedic effect.
1: And near the end
2: cuz it, it was like their h- near the end, and they're, they're near the end
1: Hark's was, hux was was
2: doing the dwight Schrute yeah echo i think it was more of a comedic effect thing than
3: actual i don't know riff. well i think that they could turn that into a plot point honestly they
2: could
0: potentially. i think that might be why they have it there well they haven't gotten along since the force awakens yeah, i think that's just their since all the way back to the force awakens it's always been this whole they were trying to one up each other for Snoke and now there's no Snoke. So it's yeah. like also when he forced choked
2: him right after that moment, I feel like that was the moment he put him truly in his place. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll give my prediction. I think Ray and Poe Dameron are, is the next couple. That's my bold choice. I feel that it just seemed like the moment between the two of them was really, it was unique and they like there was a unique focus on it mm-hmm. and the, also, if not that, well, no, it, it, especially because they revealed Ray's parents. There was long t- theories that said that Poe and her actually might be brother and sister. Wit. Yeah. Mm. So that it was a thing with the Force Tree. So there's actually like a canonized novel that's talking about the Legends of Luke, where Luke went on a mission with Poe Dameron's mother uh, to get these Force Trees that force tree was actually in course on in the main jedi temple and it was and luke uh, was able to secure it and he put it on octu well that one uh, sorry that one has been on octu but got a tree like that mm-hmm. and so like it has like a centrified like force within it it's like very force sensitive uh, and so that it the it kind of like anakin it maybe had created ray sort of that like yeah. with
3: the midichlorians. because
2: <laughs> Poe Dameron's mother is believed to be force sensitive, but not in like a Jedi sense, but in just a connection through nature, and that's something that was explored through this: how Ray could feel nature uh, in a sense, so that it was she was basically created in nature with a connection to Poe's mother.
0: Yeah, I just I feel like there's more to say on how Roy, Ray. Sorry, it's like three a.m. now. <laughs> they teased Lowe, I think, a
2: little bit when he was uh, had no shirt on.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah. It high waisted, <laughs> <it was> high waisted. <laughs> he put on pants. a cowl
2: or something. That, that was one of those humor moments. I was like, I don't know if that's, is that to be really
1: one. necessary? Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was funny. It but was funny, but
0: it fits the, into, they, they I, hate each other. I thought,
1: I didn't think that it should have. Yeah.
0: It was, was it necessary? I get no. that. They're, Did it detract I get from that from anything. No,
1: I get that. They're developing a closer relationship through these like force things but they're not buddy buddy. You're not. You don't ask your mortal enemy
0: to put on a towel. <laughs> well, are are they mortal or enemies? When Is you like know you're going to ed- talk
2: to your mortal enemy, you, you don't be half naked.
0: Well, at this, well, they don't know when they're about to have a force connection. <laughs> they don't know when they're about to have a force connection. And also, at that point, she's trying to. They're basically trying to feel each other out, like. And just try to see if they can turn each one of the other one to the to the other side. Say say what you're gonna say. You have this really.
1: I just... I just winked after you said feel each other out. Oh okay.
2: Well, <laughs> no. Remember the joke tweet. It was said that there's a lot more nudity in it than <laughs> that actually ended up being a real thing. Something that Kylo Nips is just
1: like random that I just thought of, but that I liked was that we saw that one scene it was just a really short snippet where we saw the uniform or we saw the like iron with the smoke and then it was, they were ironing the uniform. Oh yeah,
3: yeah. That was funny.
1: That was a really well-timed that con, was, yeah. comedic relief. Mm.
2: It was like, I had laughed at it, but I was like, mm.
3: we are an hour and 45 minutes in.
2: I could talk for a long more.
3: I can't. I'm I'm ready to go to bed. I am very ready to go to bed. I got a final tomorrow. (laughs) Any closing comments about The Force Awakens?
2: It's truly a different Star Wars movie. I was, I'm now that I, I'm not afraid of social media. I I managed to get through and not get spoiled on anything. So now I can look through social media and not be worried. There are a lot of people that do not like, uh, the movie. And I feel like there are more of them are casual Star Wars fans that aren't embracing the i think the overall lore who don't really understand it enough to which embrace it, which is fine i don't I, I think it would be really hard for a casual Star Wars fan or a fan that really doesn't even like Star Wars that's just going to see it yeah this isn't this might not be the optimal film to, especially if you're starting this series yeah uh or even started with episode seven. It's a lot to take in.
0: I've seen some people that have been kind of downers about it and they are to their opinions, uh, not to like name names, but no, like, they aren't, huh? Uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> no, I mean, some people, I think, I think you're right where there's some people who are just kind of casual fans and they're not really embracing it as a whole, or maybe they went into it with a, with a preconceived notion of what they wanted it to be. And because it wasn't what they wanted it to be, um, that they just didn't like it. But I thought it was great. Like
2: I told you before we aired, I don't think there was really many problems I had with it. It was just the simple fact that it was so many things that I was not expecting and so many things that I. it was just too much. It was a whole lot to process. And so I just didn't know how to respond to it.
3: Uh, I was just reading a tweet um, from one of the creators that I like on YouTube who's very, very into Star Wars. He said that there are three or four... This is from at Steve Zaragoza. He said, there's like three or four fantastic, well-directed, wonderfully perfect moments in The Last Jedi. The rest is dangerously close to prequel bad territory. Enjoyed it quite a bit, but bothered by a lot. I very much disagree with that. that. The
1: only... I would say that this is behind four and five.
3: I believe that's but where I. put I don't. It. I don't know what could beat four and five. I I put it behind five. I put it behind five and four. This is
2: why I think watching it a second time will gain a new appreciation for it. Uh, definitely shouting out Christian Harloff uh, of Collider for this. He was saying that, especially when he saw it the first time, uh, he de- he didn't know if he liked it or not. And he he was doing like a rating out of five. He gave, gave it a three point five out of a five. But on the second viewing, it bumped it all the way up to a four and a half out of five. And so like he gained like a new respect and new appreciation for everything as it happened, and as he was able to truly unpack it a second time. So I feel like for a lot of these fans, if they were to unpack it, that they would have a better view of it. But I think I guess I think the real big point is this is not like any other star wars movie this is mm-hmm. ryan johnson's star wars and for the force awakens it was this is too much like episode four it's a rehash of episode four uh we need something new and different now it's not star wars we got <laughs> new and different and they're like well this ain't star wars this is too different well, I, knew
3: pol- no I, I, knew no I knew it was gonna no be Oh, i knew it was gonna be polarizing you can't we have both it. all right i'm about to fall asleep yeah so w- Mav, you can talk to yourself in your room <laughs> <laughs> um, So any last burning Things that y'all want to say before we get out of here No, I'm good Alright, so if you want to find us You can find us at nevermadevarsity.podding.co Leave us a rating on iTunes Any things you liked or didn't like Or if you just want to talk to us about the movie Hit us up on Twitter Be sure to hit us up on Twitter At NeverMadeVarsity. Thank you Jake for the NeverMade Pod. It is 3 o'clock a.m. Good night. <laughs> At the rate, Pod. Thanks, Jake, for the theme music and we will see you in more than a week.
2: May the force be with you, always.